I wish I could properly explain how this happened. Not the mechanics, of course, that part is easy, and we're all adults here. But once I tell you, you'll have so many questions I don't have the answers for. It took a long time for me to accept this, even seeing it as clearly as I did, experiencing it firsthand. Consequence is consequence. I understand this better than anyone, and I have no regrets. But I can't be the only person who knows what happened that night, the one person alive who understands why there's still, and might well always be, a cold rush along my spine at the memory, and a knot that forms deep in my belly whenever I think about what was, and every time I look at her. It was after my third year at university, Rusty's fourth, that the fair came to town. We'd spent a hot summer day there, checking out the rides and wild sideshows and stuffing our faces with warm, salty pretzels and fat-laden funnel cakes until both of us were exhausted and ready to go home. Rusty had been my best friend since we'd met my freshman year, but all day we'd leaned toward each other in that way we occasionally did. He'd even laced his fingers with mine as we neared the exit gate, giving me the suggestive look that hinted at the benefits we'd fallen into so easily over the years, any time both of us were single. But before we made it out of the fair, before we could escape what would happen later that night, someone grabbed my wrist and spun me around. I should have jerked away, but I'd frozen at the sight of the man in front of me. He had these bizarre, red-rimmed pupils that swam in the middle of charcoal-colored eyes, and as he discreetly handed me a flyer and pointed at a huge black tent tucked behind all the others that I somehow hadn't noticed earlier, the deep undertow of his voice stopped my breath. I do hope you'll come back for this special night show, young lady. You're just the type we'd love to have there. I swear his grip on my wrist seeped into me, and the rings around his pupils almost appeared to spin. But Rusty yanked me back into motion and shot the man an irritated glance. After that, he'd mumbled about the guy being a total creep, and then we'd both laughed the whole thing off. But hours later, I found the flyer in my bag, and the paper felt alive in my hands, as if the slick, laminated surface was magnetized, and my iron-tipped fingers were drawn to it again and again. Rusty refused to go because of the outlandish ticket price, and then again when I suggested we sneak in. But I'd crawled into his lap and played light kisses over his mouth, certain I'd be able to convince him. Though Rusty had teased me about wielding my girl charm, when I stripped off my clothes, he held his tongue as I tugged off his pants and pushed him back for a little adventure. Rusty barely pulled out in time as we sweated against each other, cheek to cheek. And in the heat of our afterglow, I made my offer. Any act he wanted later that night, if, and only if, he snuck into the carnival with me. So, after dark, 
We found ourselves at the rear of the lot, our fingers weaved into the fence grate as we spied the darkened fairgrounds. I couldn't see much of anything save for the backs of tents and the motionless Ferris wheel towering high above. But the scent carrying on the breeze enticed me, rushing through my nose in this residual mix of crowds and sweat, greasy food and summer heat. There was something else there I couldn't place, though, and I clenched my fingers until the metal dug into the undersides of my knuckles. Ready? I whispered. You betcha, Rusty winked. Why do I get the feeling you just want to try anal? Hey, a deal's a deal, Claudia.